Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Nate with Good Morning Liberty. I am currently traveling for Christmas, but we are bringing you all of our past Dumb Bleep of the Week winners so we can finally count down to Dumb Bleep of the Year. It is sure to be, well, dumb. So anyway, here are a few of the winners. We will be releasing episodes like this every day while we're gone so you can catch up on all of them. That way you know when the voting happens what all of these winners had to go through to be named the dumbest bleep of the year. So enjoy. Here you go. Some of y'all might have heard this mess. I'll give you my exact comments on this afterwards, after I play this. Um, This was a police officer pulling over someone, and I just want you to hear how it went. You've probably heard it in other places, but we're going to play it and try not to let your blood boil too much because that's dangerous. You don't you don't want to do that. Let me bring it up. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing You are me? correct. I pulled you over because... Because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be, you can't be on your cell phone while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his. Do you therapy. have a, Do you have your driver's license? I, it, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket. Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment. I I am enforcing the law. I have a right to record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, but you can't do it while you're driving. I was. I can. I wasn't. Doesn't texting or none of that. Do you have? And you scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. (laughs) Well, you're. That's not just a feeling. You're a murderer. Okay. Can you zoom in on that for me, dude? Sure. Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher. So there. Congratulations. You're a murderer. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, here you, you stop, go, Stop murderer. shaking. <laughs> Zoom in on that for no, me, No, because right? you're scaring me. Oh, You're threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay. the... Okay. Well, you, you, I'll tell you what. You keep smiling. Yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not smiling. You're the one who's... Crazy. Hold that still. I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it is. Um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? Yeah, is that I don't so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. All you need to do is give your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. There you go, ma'am. Sign inside the red box. Right there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. It's on the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. Jesus. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. You there you go, be dear. White. Thank Have you, a good ma'am. day. You want to be white. Oh, wow. Woo. Jesus. I, listen, I know 
that it's not polite to hit a woman. <laughs> but if anyone ever deserved it. <laughs> What's that joke from Anthony Jeselnik? So he's like, I would never hit a woman. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember that one, though. That video makes me so mad. Yeah. Now, look, we can get past whether or not you should get a ticket for having your cell phone while driving. As if, first of all, it's dangerous. You shouldn't text and drive that. We all know that we've probably all done it. Um, but you shouldn't do it. Now you, you, we can make a, a, you know, we can have an investigation into yeah. whether or not <laughs> yeah. you should be getting tickets for using your cell phone. I personally don't think you should. That's the risk you take. It's, it's your car. It's your phone and you're driving. Um, and if you end up hurting someone else, we have laws for that. So if it's, if you're at fault for hurting someone else, cause you're on your phone, we already have laws for that. Yeah. We don't need tickets. So really should the stop have happened? I don't think so, but it did happen. And look, if a stop like that's going to happen, I I don't know how he didn't kill her. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is proof that the police this, are not systemically racist. This guy honestly. can this guy <laughs> this is can really hold back. <laughs> he was being so nice to her the whole time yeah. too. By the way, he had a body cam. He uh, the police department uh, this city does not require that they wear body cams. He bought his own body cam. To record. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really glad he did. And I don't know if she knew she was being recorded, whether saying that you're trying to kill me and my son, yeah. calling him a murderer over and over again. And he released his own body cam footage. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, this is a this is a libertarian podcast and libertarians, which we talked about a couple of days ago, known for not liking police or whatever. To me, this is an obvious show of where that goes this can go way too far and listen i don't know that this lady was a libertarian but what i am saying is that this hatred of police can go way too far you can disagree with the laws and you can think that they use tactics that they shouldn't be able to use sometimes but this guy was writing a ticket for something that was illegal she repeatedly called called him a murderer which i doubt he is a murderer I, I don't, I don't, we don't have any proof of that. The fact that he is a police officer, she decided that he's a murderer. Mm -hmm. And then she throws in the racist stuff at the end of the, he's a Mexican racist and you're never going to be white. Joe said that the lady filed a report yeah. about the incident. Yeah. And they said what? she, she has a history of, fi of filing like, false reports about police. And that's, Ugh. that's why I was saying, I don't think she knew she was being recorded Yeah, because she filed a report saying that he he's was probably already had her. an interaction with her before. I know. Oh my gosh. That. That gets my blood pressure going Look, so I, bad. So I'm a libertarian in essence, like when I have interactions with police officers and the fact that I don't consent, I don't answer questions um, for the most part. I mean, if they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, pretty good. How you doing? You know, but if they ask me if I was speeding, I'll just say, but, but what, but you have to do it respectfully. Like my, literally my answer is, I'm sorry, sir. I don't answer any questions. <laughs> and they're like, you typically, okay. I mean, Last time I got pulled over, all that happened. They they um, started asking me questions. I'm like, sorry, I don't I don't answer any questions. They're like, will you please sit by your truck? I said, yes, sir. Got out of my truck. Then he took a flashlight, went to like look in my eyes, and I said, I'm sorry, sir, I don't consent to any searches. He goes, okay. And um, that was it. That was all that happened. Well, there's more that happened after that. I think I've already <laughs> told that the whole story. Yeah. But I literally was able to keep my rights. And be very respectful, and he respected me back. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. that was that. That's it. You don't. It, the problem is, is that the, he's still a human being. Whether or not you agree with the laws, 
whether or not you like you said, whether or not you, you agree with what police are doing or anything like that, you're still interacting with another human being. And to to get respect, you have to give respect. And you have to earn it in yeah. some way. Yeah. Now, of course, I am a tall, white, straight, privileged male. So I'm sure that's probably why I got respected back, you know? It, yeah. I, I probably could have just yelled murder and everything at him, too. And he would have he would have been just fine with me because I was white, straight and a male. The, the live group is talking about also the and I'm a teacher. So so there. And he was like, congratulations. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm Who sure. Who cares that you're a teacher? I would have been like, I'm sure your students love you. He was probably like, oh, so you're getting paid to not do your job right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wish he would have said. Oh, I, man. He should have been like, ma'am, can you put on a mask for me, please? <laughs> you're going to yell like that? Yeah. If you're going to keep talking, please put on eight masks. Yeah. Please. Okay. Well, that, that's dumb bleep number four. Pamtastic. Woo. This is a doozy here. Says, human beings are the only creature on the planet who have devised a system that forces them to pay to live here. Read it. Hold on. Just in case everyone's like, what? Human beings are the only uh, homo sapiens. I think is what she's referring to. All of us in this genome are the only creature on the planet who have devised a system. Planet Earth. who have devised a system that forces them to pay to live here. Oh, God. That <laughs> We're oh. the only ones. Oh, no. And at the time you took the screenshot, it had 1,500 likes. Oh, Bubba, no. <laughs> as if as if lions, the wildebeest just presents itself to the lion. <laughs> it doesn't have to work. It doesn't have to pay to get his food. It's just there. It's there. Lions don't starve to death or anything like that. that. Those creatures, they just walk around with everything handed to them. We're the only ones. Well, that, So what you're saying is, the, what's the alternative? What is it the all the other creatures on the planet do? And what does paying for something actually mean? What does that mean? That means that you traded value with another person, that you did something valuable to it. Some, someone deemed what you did to be valuable. And so they gave more you More simplistic something. than that. Go simpler. Oh, I don't know what's more valuable than that. You did something to where you could trade for somebody else doing mm-hmm. something so that you didn't have to do that thing that someone else did. Because if, if you don't hunt the cow, <laughs> cows seem pretty easy to hunt. I don't know why they yeah. just didn't do that back in the day. <laughs> they, they, prob- just, they probably did just walk around and stuff, you know, but they're like, they're, these cows you, are boring. Where are the Buffalo at? You didn't hunt the cow. <laughs> you didn't skin it. You didn't gut it. You didn't cut the meat. You didn't, maybe she's a vegan anyway. You, you didn't, you didn't. Uh, uh, Is this Obama's you didn't kill that speech? You didn't cure the meat. You didn't do it because that's the alternative, by the way. If you don't have a means of exchange to trade, that, that, that's all it is. It's literally a barter system. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of paper that represents a barter system that says, hey, I've done something that gives me a store of value that I can do, that I can purchase or that I can trade that says, hey, my my something that I did is worth as much as something that you did. And can we trade? Because I don't feel like I've got other stuff to focus on. I don't want to focus on what you did to feed me. Like, 
I oh. so people who hate money don't realize that money is just a barter, a trade system. And instead of actually, I always use this because I grew up on a farm. Instead of taking the, instead of my dad taking a grain truck full of corn to the hospital so he can get a treatment for something, what he does is he sells the corn to someone else who wants the corn. And they give him something that the hospital will take instead of corn because the hospital doesn't want to have a bunch of grain bins sitting outside or a bunch of meat lockers or anything out there for everyone to bring to them so they can trade. You could so, take money out of the equation completely. So, so that, that is what you're doing. You are taking your corn as a farmer to the hospital. But so you don't have to worry about doing that. You take the corn and you give it to someone that will give you a representation of how much that corn would be worth to someone else. That is what they're doing. Just like Joe said, that's why they call it currency. There's a reason it has that name. And what I don't get is they're saying human beings are the only creature on the planet that has devised a system that forces them to pay to live here. Did When they were typing that, did they think, would I like to live like all the other creatures on earth? Is it? Would, would, I like to, would I like to do that? Is there Are human beings better off than the other creatures that are on earth? We're the only creatures that have found a way to stop ourselves from being killed by all the other creatures. We build ourselves all these nice things. We communicate with each other around the world. We go up off the planet when we want to do things. We go down in the water if we want to do that, or we float across it magically. There's all kinds of things that we do. So when you tweet that we're the only people that have found a way to have to pay to live here, all the other creatures, they just live here just fine. Okay, do you want to live like all the other creatures on the planet? Because if you do, you can. Yeah. Go to L.A., Go to L.A. and live like all the other creatures on the planet, if that's mm. what you want to do. Go down the skid row and live like all the other creatures on the planet. Now, I don't mean that in offense to any homeless people that are out there or listening to the podcast today, okay? But if you want to live like people who have to hunt and gather every single day to make sure that they get by, then you can do it. There's plenty don't, of... Don't pay to live here. There's plenty of woods. Yeah. Take it to the woods. Go hunt and gather on the streets Although if that's you might what you want to do. You might want to change your blue hair. Because you'll be spotted easier uh, <laughs> by a leopard. All right. We don't have to go into the responses to that. Because, I do want to um, go into it real quick. Okay. Uh, so somebody responds and says, because of this system, people can survive by typing at a desk in a temperature controlled house for eight hours a day. No one starves to death in the U.S., which is true. This is far preferable to a hunter gatherer, every person for themselves arrangement. So nice job, Ethan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you forgot to mention that she was ch- tweeting with a magical computer that sends signals to space and back. <laughs> but anyway, and then Devin responds. Oh, Devin. Oh, Devin. He says, oh, no one starves to death in the U.S. I'm Ron Burgundy. He said, <laughs> this, <laughs> I, I, this, is this really, by far might be I, the dumbest bleep. <laughs> Tell that to the 30 million people who are nutrient deficient. <laughs> oh no one starves to death tell that to the people who don't have enough vitamins in their system <laughs> which is probably largely due to choices yeah not anything else it's because you won't eat broccoli devon that's why eat your broccoli devon <laughs> oh oh so no one starves to death tell that to the 30 million people They're who just... don't have 5g wireless plans <laughs> yeah that's what i thought huh oh god 
Okay. So, yeah, that's a, anyway. that's pretty. Now, when we say no one starves to death, just so you know, some people do starve to death in the U.S. It is because they end up having an illness that causes them to not be able to eat. So technically, the way that they die is they starve to death. There are no statistics for anyone in the United States that dies because they do not or cannot find access to food. We actually have an obesity problem. Yes, there are no numbers, and I challenge you to find them. Find the numbers, and I will do a 20-minute segment about how I'm wrong on this, about people who starve to death because you do not have access to food. And I'm not talking about anything criminal. I'm not talking to like someone locked someone in a in their room and made them starve to death or they starve their baby to death. I'm saying because we have such a lack of food or such a lack of ability to get people to food or get food to people that people end up starving to death. That doesn't happen in the United States. Mm. So no, no one starves to death in the way that people are talking about in the United States. They starve to death because they have an illness that causes them to not be able to eat. So that is where our starving our starvation numbers come from as far as being nutrient deficient. Yeah. I'm surprised it's only 30 million people anyway. Okay. Get your, uh, get your boats in. Cause we got to go. Uh, what's that- interesting is from diabetes, the diabetes journal, um, in contrast to the international trends, Nicole mentioned this people in America who live in the most poverty dense counties are the most prone to obesity. Counties with poverty rates greater than 35% have obesity rates 145% greater than wealthy counties. That's because of those dollar stores. That's why. It's because of Dollar General. From, from bite-sized democracy. There have never been any victims of Marxism because no country has ever been run by Marxist theory. <laughs> Idiots abound. Idiots no, abound. What was that again? There have never been any victims of Marxism because no country has ever been run by Marxist theory. We haven't fully implemented it before, guys. That's the problem. We haven't gone far enough. That's the ultimate problem. (laughs) This might be one of the dumbest things I've ever read. This isn't the first time we've had this conversation, but um, this whole that wasn't that wasn't socialism. That wasn't that wasn't communism. The argument that people say on this is Marx would not have this was not real marxism you know this was not the way to do it all right but those were that is what it looked like when governments decided to implement their marxist ideologies i doubt this person would allow us to say that there hasn't been capitalism either Mm -hmm. you know but we we had free market capitalism for a little bit and we do have to say when we when we make our that's not capitalism argument that's the same thing that a lot of people on the left do when it comes to socialism that wasn't socialism because it wasn't perfect socialism okay the problem is they always get corrupted by evil people in government okay and so which system do you want to have once it's been corrupted by evil people in government because it's going to be corrupted by evil people in government which system is better for the most amount of people we we saw what marxism did when a government tried to implement it, did they do it perfectly? Did Marx say to kill everyone? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. I mean, they did talk a lot about the revolutions and, yeah. and the proletariat and all that kind of stuff. Um, but was it perfect Marxism the way that Marx would have wanted? I don't, I don't know. But it's what it looked like when a government tried to implement Marxism. It just was. Because mm. the idea that we're all going to own everything, that we're all going to share everything, and that that's just going to be beautiful utopia. It's going to be great. And, and I think you're supposed to hit peak capitalism first, which I don't... 
my peak capitalism meter hasn't gone off yet. Yeah. I haven't seen the reversal yet on capitalism, so <laughs> I haven't called the top I'm called the top of it yet. But they always say that that wasn't actual Marxism. When will it actually be Marxism? Because the problem is a government has to implement it. Because people aren't going to freely do it. Because you're taking things from people against their will. Mm. So a government's going to have to implement it. And so then you run into the force and the death and the coercion, all those terrible things. And eventually, really bad people are going to be running the show because when you are when you have a regime that is exerting control and force over other people, the people who want that control and force and the people who are most likely to get to that position, they're going to be worse people because they're going to do the things that are required to get to that position, you know, and then it's going to they're turn willing into to what, sacrifice. Yeah, they are. They're willing to sacrifice other people <laughs> exactly. for their endeavors. Exactly. Yeah. For the good of the whole. That's what I always say. The people that are willing to to do bad things to get to the top are the ones who eventually make it to the... That's why you hardly get people who aren't going to take money paying them off for doing for for writing some kind of legislation like it's going to be hard to get someone into office that isn't going to take money from someone for writing some type of piece of legislation or putting some type of executive order in for them it benefits them and so how easy is it going to be to get people who aren't going to do that because that person's going to have to run up against someone who would do that okay and so which one of them is going to be more likely to win so over time you're going to see the people who are willing to do bad things rise to the top because the people who aren't willing to do bad things are going to have a lot hard a harder time winning so and, that, that's and why it your, goes poorly and to your point <clears throat> at least at least in government controlled capitalism you still have a chance yeah like you're, you're still free it, kind of kind of <laughs> yeah you're more free so you're like fascism say. more than communism well <laughs> no Jesus, I need to quit this episode. You're stepping in it today, man. God. All over it. Wow. Hey, it's, in a... It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't hear what I'm not saying. Joe says all roads lead to fascism. They kind of do. I mean, as long as you have a government controlling the economy, capitalism is going to lead to fascism. That's, that's what it's going to be. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What we have right now is better than what people in Marxist ideology ran countries have gone through. Yeah. There's stuff people going through it right now that are having a tough time. People still say there are no victims of Marxism. None. No victims. Zero. Hmm. No. Zero. Um, so, oh, I didn't put the headline, though. Sorry. You didn't, but it's a picture of AOC crying. AOC says that... It looks very sad. <laughs> AOC said that she effectively served in war... After what happened on January 6th. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. <laughs> you she, her middle part's a little off there. She needs to get with the Gen Zers and fix that. <laughs> While speaking to Latin USA, uh, Alexandria AOC spoke at length about her experience at the Capitol building on January 6th. She claimed that Congress, by the way, let me ask you a question, Nate. Why do they no longer put the TH in, in articles anymore? Is that bad grammar now? Uh, where so saying January 6th, they put just January 6th. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I noticed that. On January last... 6th. Yeah. Hmm. She claimed that congresspersons have now effectively, quote, served in war. Same and thing. that she is, quote, doing therapy because of her experience on January 6th. Now, the fact that she's that she's doing therapy uh, or that she might have some PST, PSTD, PTSD. Yeah. PSTD or either one yeah. yeah, or DSTP, whatever, <laughs> any of them as she now that's probably true. I mean, if I, 
if somebody stormed my house or my place of business, then I would, or break in or whatever, regardless. I mean, I'd probably be a little fearful whether or not they were there to kill me or not. I mean, I'd probably, it, it's not normal, by the way. It's not, it's chaos. Now, if you did what, what she went through, which would be someone breaking into her neighbor's house, yeah. then maybe that's a little bit overplayed there. But I who bet knows? she is using better help, Clay. She probably is. Great company. Um, even AOC uses it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make that claim. No. That's, that's a joke. We can't recommend it, though. Yeah, I can't recommend that you use better help. But, um, but, but, but the, like, it, it's not order. It's not a normal day for a bunch of people to surround the Capitol and then, and then enter in when they're technically not supposed to. So that's not normal. So yeah. you can have some PTSD for that. Um, she, she claimed the riot was an all out attempted coup and that the United States was on the brink of having a martial state. <laughs> okay. Now she might be going a little too far here because from what I saw, it looked mostly peaceful. <laughs> mostly it was. They didn't even set the building on fire. They didn't even bring weapons. <laughs> Let's <laughs> well, not, not even talk about that. I, I mean, thought there were some weapons I, uh, well, nearby. By, yeah. Yeah, there were. You're right about that. There definitely were. Um, the, the, the thing that we heard during the day that these were armed protesters, they were talking about guns, people having guns, stuff like that. You didn't see any guns out there. What a what a shitty coup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a terrible organized coup. One of the worst all out attempted coups I've ever seen. You know, it, that's. That's where I think she's really going off the rails here. And a lot of people on the left have been going off the rails here mm -hmm. because uh, this was a protest that turned into a riot from what I can tell. And I don't think that there was anyone planning on taking over the U.S. government that day or anything like that. I'm not real sure. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, she continued there. Are, quote, there are also certain uh, uh, mythologies that are very important to maintaining white supremacy. White supremacy in and of itself is a mythology and you have to protect it in order to protect that political power, which has now become a very important base in the Republican party. Now, you know, and that's why that response was so ferocious to make it seem that it wasn't as bad as it was. And it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Okay. Um, now the Republican Party, the base of the Republican Party is white supremacy. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. That's the main thing that they do. That's the that's their base. However, it was revealed that uh, AOC was in a different building entirely, as revealed by Congresswoman Nancy Moore, whose office is two doors down from AOC's. As many criticized AOC recounting of events as um, is that hyperbolic? Mm -hmm. Yes, hyperbolic. The congresswoman discussed her previous trauma from an alleged sexual assault and argued that those who dismissed her were using the same tactics as abusers. And again, that's why, that's why I don't think you can abuse or, or that's why I don't think you can dismiss her feelings. I mean, if she feels trauma, then I mean, I'm sure she has some trauma, but to say to, to lay it at the feet of, of white supremacy in the Republican party where well, you're blaming the wrong person, it should be the few individuals that actually broke into the Capitol yeah, because most people in the Republican Party aren't white supremacists, nor did they storm the Capitol. 
we, we can also, you know, we can say that she obviously can have her feelings and those are real feelings, but there has to be some dumb bleep associated with saying that you've now effectively served in war. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that is a that that really is a spit in the face to people who have literally served yes. in war. She has no idea what she's talking about. And while, while it might have been traumatic deciding as a congresswoman to 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 put yourself in the realm of people who have actually served in war, whether well, people doing it right now. Also, it's kind of a joke. Yeah, it's got to be a joke. It's absolutely insane. OK, so insane. That is insane right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So that's don't believe number four. AOC effectively served in war. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe on our YouTube channel. That's the most important thing right now. Or go to Good Morning Liberty dot locals dot com chip in as little as five bucks a month and hang out in the live chat with us leave us a rating on spotify and if you do all of those things we will be back after the christmas break till then have a good day and a good morning liberty